How has one telemedicine pioneer moved from phone calls with doctors to creating a healthcare clinic in the cloud? And how can that help you deliver value? We'll find out on this episode of Shift Shapers. Change either paralyzes or energizes. The choice is yours. You're listening to the Shift Shapers podcast. You're about to learn firsthand from businesses and entrepreneurs who have successfully shaped the shifts in their industries. Get ready to become the change that you want to see. Here's your host and chief transformation strategist, David Saltzman. Today's episode is brought to you by Code64, a software platform that powers the entire consulting process for your benefits agency. Combine your industry expertise with proprietary data and compliance tools to deliver cutting-edge strategies and proposals that your clients and prospects will love. Today, we're excited to be talking to David Lindsay. David is founder and CEO of My Health Pass, but that's the smallest part of David's story. As you'll learn, he's been an industry pioneer and a leader in the field of telemedicine. That's why we wanted to, to have him talk with you about a lot of the things that are going on in that end of the business and why it's becoming more and more important and more and more relevant for you to know about it and as a value add for you to bring to your clients and your prospects. So with that, welcome, David. Hello, Dave. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Thanks for spending some time with the Shift Shapers audience. Before we get started, a little bit about your background. How did you get to where you are today? Well, I'm, I'm glad you asked. Let me, I'm pretty much a senior healthcare sales professional. I've been in health insurance for about 30 years, built an agency in 94, mainly to service uninsured and underinsured workers with a limited medical plan and kind of kind of rode that through the 90s and um, and was trying to service, trying to build plans that people could have access to doctors and emergency rooms and accidental care and all that type of stuff. I uh, got into the 2000s and discovered telemedicine. And so my agency, my health insurance agency to Pan American Life in 2009 and started um, a company called Ameridoc in 2009, which was a telemedicine company. Because I felt like that the way healthcare was going, that in the future, people would pick up their phones and that would be their healthcare solution. And telemedicine just made so much sense to me. So I kind of had some, some time on my hands and I've been around people who didn't have health insurance pretty much all my life because that's the market that we served and figured that telemedicine was well, maybe the future of how people get access to doctors 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So that's kind of how I got into to where I am today with my health pass. Well, and telemedicine is not a new thing, is it? No, it really isn't. It's, it, but, you know, there's so many different forms of telemedicine. It's been around for a long time. But basic telemedicine that we know today, which is pick up the phone and talk to a doctor for common and acute illnesses, is relatively new. It started in Dallas with a company called Teladoc, which bought my company, Ameridoc, uh, started around 2003, you know, re- didn't really take hold until about 2009, 2010. And today, with the national healthcare in kind of a mini crisis, or most people call it a major crisis, telemedicine is really becoming a strong alternative for most folks who want to pick up the phone or go see a doctor or eliminate some cost and pick up the phone to talk to a doctor for, you know, for some most of the time, less than $40 Per consult. But it, it wasn't ACA that pushed your shift and shape button. It, it started earlier than that. What, what was the shift? Well, I used to be in the association marketing. I used to work for a company called American Fidelity, and we called on association markets. But when I, when I started my agency in 95, 94, 95, 
I went after the uninsured because that was a huge market in Texas. Uh, it's still probably the largest uninsured market in the United States. And I wanted to deliver something of healthcare value to these workers because they really couldn't afford much. So the shift that, that occurred in my, my life was I found a market that was underserved, totally under underinsured, 100% underpaid because they didn't make a lot of money. And I said, you know what, I'm going to go serve that market. And we did really well in the Hispanic market, did really well in the service markets, the trucking world. And then the shift changed to, well, how can I deliver care for less money than what they're paying now? And that's when I started Ameridoc and telemedicine. And we went out and bundled that with all of our health plans and gave people access to telemedicine. The problem was, is that it took people time and, and awareness to understand what telemedicine was because people aren't used to picking up their cell phone and talking to a doctor. But we made it so convenient that we give it to them 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And we wanted them to shift their mindset from going to, at that time, emergency rooms, which were very expensive, to now urgent care centers, which are about half as expensive. We wanted them to have an access to a doctor for things they knew 70% of the time, they knew that if they picked up the phone and talked to a doctor, we could get them care over the phone and have a prescription called in. So that that was the ultimate convenience tool, healthcare shift that I wanted my consumers to have. And I think it's even going to evolve into, obviously video is a big thing now, but nobody uses it. But that's the shift I was looking for for my, for my clients. And that's why I started Ameridoc. So if you start with the uninsured, and clearly that's a need, and fast forward into this post-ACA environment, has ACA exacerbated the need? Oh, 100%. How uh, so? Well, because you know we, now we have out-of-pocket that is out of reach for most Americans. When you talk about out-of-pocket expense on a health plan, even though you have a health insurance plan, you almost have to have a major event before you really utilize the full benefits of, of your health insurance plan. Now, I know wellness is, and doctor visits are very important, but at the price that health insurance is costing today, most people look at the out-of-pocket expense and the deductibles, and then they look at the premium and they go, listen, I've got to get to six, you know, 6000 plus before I start really using my health insurance plan, and it's costing me five, $600 a month, and it really is becoming more of a, a dollar swap, and people are starting to think, is this really what I, what I want to do? Now, penalties are going to drive them to buy it. But I think ACA has really opened the door for a lot of alternative methods of healthcare delivery. And obviously, with me opening and building my health pass, we think we have the solution. So let's, let's talk a little bit about shaping this. We've talked a bunch about telemedicine and telemedicine being the ability to pick up a phone, call a doctor, describe some symptoms in most states, get a prescription or get referred or get told, look, you need to go to see a specialist. I can't help you. But there's more in the basket today than there used to be. There's way more than just being able to call a doctor, isn't there? Yes. Yes, there is. When I looked at the market, the five key things that really drove me to shift my thinking to a specific consumer was there was really five things I wanted to go after. I wanted to go after the rural market, which, as we all know, hospitals and doctors are leaving the rural market so fast because either they're retiring because they don't make the money they used to and the hospitals are closing because they're just not profitable. I looked at the rural market. I looked at the senior market, which I feel the senior market, as fast as it's growing, is going to need something similar to what we've developed. I looked at the underpaid market. You know, people who are making eight twenty-five an hour or minimum wage, whatever that is today, 
simply can't afford benefits. Number four, I looked at the poor market, people who are the working poor who are who may be part-time employees. And then we looked at the marketplace where I think the, our, our biggest foothold is going to be, and that is the chronic disease causing symptoms like obesity, like stress, like lack of sleep. We wanted to address those kind of things. So we really tailored our product, My Health Pass, to go after really markets that nobody's really talking about because everybody's looking at health insurance and giving everybody access to health insurance. And we wanted to give everybody access to health care as a solution, not as, a, as an insurance product. So what kind of benefits are in the basket that these five populations need? When, when you think about constructing a, a basket, for lack of a better word, of benefits, how does that process work? What's the thought process? And what, what do you feel these populations need in common? Well, most of our consumers have grown up around going to the emergency room or simply not even accessing doctors. So what we did is we, we looked at what can we deliver to somebody via telephone, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, that would make them healthier. And I know that's a huge daunting task to try to figure out how to make America healthy, which if somebody had the cure for that, we would all be, they, they would be very, very rich. But what we looked at is we looked at, we looked at things such as when's the last time a working class American actually had a blood test and to find out if their sugar levels were high or if their cholesterol was high or if their, if their testosterone was low and that type of stuff. So we looked at how do we deliver that to the consumer? Can we do that by telephone? And, and we said, yes, we can. we can. We can ship an in-home lab test to their home. They can prick their fingers, send it back to us. So we thought that was a big deal. We know obesity is a major deal, which causes prediabetes and then type 2 diabetes. So we said, well, how do we talk to people and educate them about what we want them to do and what they need to do to be healthier? And basically, we, we said, well, we need licensed health, certified health coaches, which are on standby 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You pick up the phone and call them, ask them questions, whatever it is. So we actually built, and as you know, we talked about this. People said, what is it that you've actually built? And I said, well, my health pass is simply just a healthcare clinic in a cloud. And for lack of a better way of putting it, most people, when I explain that to them, they kind of go, what does that mean? Well, it's almost like when you and your, mo- your wife and your kids and your mother and your dad go into a shopping mall together. The reason why they have so many different stores is because we have so many different needs. So when you think about a healthcare clinic, we wanted to have doors that led to different things such as sleep disorders or chronic disease or or obesity or basic health assessments or doctors on call 24-7. So we're trying to deliver something that by phone to a marketplace that is underserved at a price that everybody can afford. And now a word from our sponsor, Code64, the industry-leading software platform that powers the consulting process for your benefits agency. In this new era of benefits consulting, competition, healthcare reform, and rising costs have all made the health insurance industry complicated. As the trusted advisor, do you find yourself behind a computer researching new regulations or reinventing presentations rather than meeting with clients? There is a better solution. It's the Benefits Consulting Cloud at Code64. Begin by engaging new prospects with up-to-date industry insights or surveying employees for feedback on their benefits offerings. Upload census data to analyze thousands of criteria and uncover benchmarks against similar employers to see how your client's plan stacks up. Impress your clients with proprietary branded consulting materials to deliver a game plan unique to your agency and your client's needs. 
Maximize the efficiency of your agency and delight your clients by delivering the best advice in half the time with the Benefits Consulting Cloud at Code64. I know one of your major go-to-market strategies is working with benefit advisors. What's that conversation like when, when you're talking to a benefit advisor and, and they ask the question, well, how do I broach this subject with my clients? How do I bring this into, into my marketing? What's that conversation like, David? Well, it's, it's pretty easy. I say it's pretty easy. Right now, it's pretty hard because they're so busy, as you know, enrolling everybody in, in open enrollment. But when that calms down, most benefit advisors are looking for something new, innovative, and different that they can take to their groups or to their individual members and show them a solution. And so what we do is we talk to them about how, how you introduce this. We give them the tools to go in and, and say, okay, so let's talk about this a minute. If 38% of America is obese, then probably 38% of your workers are, are obese. And here's, here's what causes that. If 82 million are pre-diabetic, here's what causes that. So we give them a product and a sales tool that they can walk into an employer and go, this is not a wellness tool. This is not a telemedicine tool. This is a healthcare solution that covers, and I can name the different things if you want me to, but it covers nine or 10 different major things that most employees probably uh, almost 100% of the employees would, would have access to once or twice a month or even once or twice or even more than that, that they would pick up the phone and call one number and we'll, we'll direct to the right clinic if, in, in a cloud if, if you can look at it like, like that. I'm interested in one of the strategies, one of the decisions that, that you guys took in, in building the, the product and the go-to-market strategy, and that is most folks price on a per employee or per member, if you prefer, basis. And you guys decided that you were going to offer family-level pricing. What was the thought process behind that, and, and why did you decide to go in that direction? Well, we knew that the market that we were going after that usually had family members in it. And we said, what we'd like to do is just create one price for the whole family. So instead of having a single price and employee plus spouse and employee plus kids and then family rate, we created just one single rate for everybody. So if, you've, if you're married and you have a spouse and four kids, then we covered six of you. So at a price range that everybody can afford at $24.95. So basically, we wanted to make sure that not only was the worker covered, but his dependents were covered too. Interesting. What do you see the near-term future being? I mean, ACA is going to continue to roll out. It's going to continue to put certain pressures on on the market and on on advisors. Where do you see telemedicine going? We discussed the fact that it's not a new concept, but it certainly is evolving. Where do you see the near-term going? Well, I think what you're going to find is, I think you're going to find that um, with healthcare as expensive as it is, you're going to find that people are going to start looking for other portals which they can access care, not just the traditional methods of walking into an office and sitting down and waiting on a doctor. So I think what you're going to find in telemedicine and, and maybe a future healthcare solution is that you're going to find that innovators are going to create open portals for people to use either on their iPad or their computer or their FaceTime or their, or their telephone, where they can actually access care and talk to a doctor uh, about things such as behavioral health, which is a big future issue in America today. We're seeing that as the next frontier for telemedicine. We also think dermatology is going to be the next frontier for telemedicine. So there's a lot of things that we're doing telemedicine-wise that I think people are going to really have access to. 
What we found, let me tell you this, what we found, and we did a survey, we do a national radio, serious XM radio show for truck drivers because we're big in the, in the trucking industry because truckers need access to telemedicine more than anybody because they can't get out of the truck and walk into a clinic. So what, but we did a survey, David, and the survey said, if you were sick and you were on the road, would you wait till you got back home to seek health care? And 87% of them said that they would wait till they got back home to seek health care, that they wouldn't stop on the road. So then we ask, what is the main reason for not stopping and finding health care? And they said, because we don't have access to health care on the road, so we don't know where the doctor's offices are. So it's so funny that most people, if given the opportunity to pick up the phone and talk to a doctor or talk to a health care counselor or a certified health coach, would rather do that than leave their home or leave their job or leave their truck and try to go find help. So we, I think that that's where you're going to find that with HSAs and high deductibles, people are looking for cost-effective solutions, and I think that's what we've developed. Well, and I, I suspect that you'd agree that a lot of it's going to end up being delivered on mobile platforms. I, we were talking off-air. I, I saw a stat recently that in 2013, the Apple Store had 97,000 mobile health apps and over 60% of physicians are now using tablets, which is pretty amazing because the iPad is just about to be four years old. Do you see that that kind of merging, uh, not just the telephone, but when you talk about dermatology, I mean, would I use my the camera on my phone to take a picture or something and consult with a dermatologist that way? Yes. I mean, that's, that's available now. We have dermatologists. We're building networks of dermatologists who, who can access, you can access via video and via cameras. And you can send it through your personal health records. They can look at it and call, give you a call back. And if it's something major, they can call us and we'll schedule an appointment to go in to see a local dermatologist. Or if it's something that's not something that you should be concerned about, they'll get on the phone and they'll say, hey, listen, this is not that big a deal. So dermatology, you can take a picture. You can do that now. You can take a picture of a mole or a rash and you can send it to us and, and we can get a doctor or dermatologist to, to view it and and you'll you'll have a you'll have a response in less than thirty minutes. That's yeah, wild. We've we've morphed in a very short period of time from telephones to these little tiny computers that we all have in our pockets with great cameras and sure. and so telemedicine is kind of following along or or following with, if you will, the the technology. That's that's wild. David, in the in the minute or so that we have left, what do you see the long term future looking like from a telemedicine perspective? Where do you see it going? I see it becoming. I think Towers Perrin did a survey. And said that, and don't quote me on this, but I I want to think it, I remember saying sixty percent of Americans will have access to telemedicine in the next couple of years. When you think about that, that's amazingly quick. But when I started in two thousand nine, I would go tell people what I did, and they said, "What do you, what is the Meridoc?" And I said, "Well, you know, it's telemedicine." And they go, "Well, what is that?" And you go, "Well, you get to talk to a doctor twenty four hours a day, seven days a week by telephone." They go, "Well, how do you do that?" And I said, well, just pick up the phone and call us and we'll get a doctor in your state. And then they'd go, well, is that legal? And you go, well, yeah, most of the states, yeah, for sure. They go, man, that's really cool. I mean, you, even today, you can walk down the street and you go, hey, uh, walk up to anybody. Go to church, go to school, go to go to wherever you go and you meet people and say, hey, listen, uh, have you ever heard of telemedicine? And they go, no, what is that? And you, you explain to them. And here we are in 2015, and I promise you, Eight out of 10, probably no more than seven out of 10, would have no idea what telemedicine was. So the future of healthcare is coming through video, computers, and phones 
Americans just don't understand it yet. But when they do grasp it, I think what you're going to find is healthcare is going to be like anything else that is convenient, like drive through or delivered pizza or, you know, ordering a movie over your television. That's how healthcare is going to start coming to to every household. Well, and that, that's certainly a really interesting and much better definition of access than we've heard in a long time. So if that happens, lots of stuff is going to shift. But it certainly is the small d democratization of healthcare. Everybody's got one of these goofy phones in their pocket and everybody can access this stuff. David, thank you for a fascinating conversation. David Lindsay, founder and CEO of My Health Pass. David, thanks again. Thank you, David. For more information about this episode, or about any of our earlier episodes, and to learn how to subscribe on iTunes so you never miss an episode, go to our website, shiftshapersonline.com. While you're on the site, leave a comment and register to be part of the Shapers community. You'll be the first to learn about upcoming specials like exclusive webinars and content you can use to take your business to the next level. Again, thanks for joining us for today's episode, and remember, You have the power to shape the shifts in your business.